Hey folks, just popping in here to say if you like this episode of the podcast, please give it a like rating. And if you haven't already done so, please consider subscribing. We can be found on YouTube, BitChute, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Links are all in the description wherever you're tuning in from. And now, on with the show. are back one more week for you here we are your canadian info warrior destry mclean myself and the savage one mr sterling ross oh, oh, and yeah. in this corner weighing in at way too much <laughs> definitely over 250 <laughs> yeah yeah we'll keep it at that <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that would actually be uh, be flattering for me. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind being down to two fifty. That's yeah, a good fight and weight. Hey, I'm down to three hundred now, so I guess I'm slowly getting there. Yeah, I think you you and I are only a few few pounds uh, apart. Yeah, well, when I started really seriously watching my weight and trying to change things, I was at 325, and that was about three months ago, and I'm now down to 300, so no. getting there, doing it slowly the right way. Yeah, getting old sucks, but there's still ways to do it. Cocaine and strippers. That's right, exactly. How'd you guess? <laughs> Hey, it worked for Charlie Sheen. Yeah, yeah, winning, winning. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, look at him. He never got fat. He's, he's always been skinny, so it's got to be a lot of cocaine and hookers. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's an expensive way to lose weight, man. That's why we yeah. got no money for the podcast, because we're both blowing it all on coke and hookers. Yes, speak for yourself. Just trying to lose weight for you folks, man, just to look better for you. <laughs> well, you know, it is summertime, and I want to break out the leopard print thong for the ladies. Yeah, yeah. You know, I know the sight, sight of a, a large uh, husky fella like myself and a leopard print uh, thong would just make, make them lose their minds. So. Especially if you've got a hairy back, which I don't know. No, but if smooth. you do, I mean that just tops it off. No, thank thankfully I'm not cursed with that. I, I, smooth as a baby's bum. Not a gorilla, are you? Uh, I, got a, I got a furry. I'm Scottish, though, part Scottish, so I got a bit of a furry chest and other parts, but I shave. <laughs> <laughs> but I shave those. If I was living in Scotland and wearing a kilt, I wouldn't shave those parts. But anyway. <laughs> 
now I understand. Yeah. <laughs> all right i don't know how we got on this topic yeah i don't know that's uh whoa we took a quick turn for the worst there yeah yeah well it's not like we had a lot of female viewers to begin with and i'm gonna assume what few female viewers we might have had that discussion about body hair and our bodies yeah that just the thought of you in a leopard print thong probably showed them the door real quick well, yeah, twisted steel and sex appeal. Woo! Oh, look at this video. These guys look interesting. Ah! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not quite. Not quite. <laughs> Which way to the beach? That way. <laughs> yeah, I can do that too. All right. Look at them pipes. Look at that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pipes or pipe cleaners. Actually, they're they're not they're not that bad, really. They're not big, but they are actually kind of solid. <laughs> a few a few of these curls will help. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a few more Guinness. <clears throat> I've still got enough strength in there, just too much fat over top. <laughs> yeah, a few Stella Artois. Yeah, I like Stella. They're not. That's not a bad beer. I'm not a beer drinker either, so for me to say I like any kind of beer is saying something. I like Stella. I like uh, Corona, as long as it doesn't spread anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Took a bit for that one. That was a little pulling teeth there. I need Doc Severinsen in the background with the band, you know. You need like Ed, Ed McMahon, a drunk Ed McMahon. Yeah. He laughs at literally everything. Just, oh, yeah. oh, 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 where's my whiskey? Yeah. Oh. Actually, with that, it was Ballantine Scotch. Oh, really? Yeah, so I've heard. I know him and uh, the stories about him and Johnny being just blitzed on the set. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then when Johnny stopped doing that, he kept bugging Ed about it. <laughs> yeah, Ed, Ed never changed. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit of groping here and groping there of some of the <laughs> female uh, actresses that would appear on the show. And, yeah. And a few little dirty comments, you know, and get the odd If Ed kiss. was still alive now, me too would get him. But, you know, since he's not alive, he's not worth bothering with. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, uh, it looks like you're in a like a future dystopian world there. Whereabouts are you? Canada, after Prime Minister Trudeau has had his way with it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sold us to the Chinese. I, I'm in your not-too-distant future, 2021. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of Trudeau, it's funny you mention him because I got a whole bunch to... Uh, I've had some people say, geez, you guys talk about American politics a fair bit, but guys are Canadian and the show's humble hosers. So I thought, okay, fine, I'll give them a taste of Fair point. Yeah, so I figured I'd give them a taste of that god-awful Justin Trudeau and Canadian politics. So you know, here's a few stories about him for uh, the listeners and viewers at home. Start off with uh, National Post article. Blaming uh, the, the article basically blames Trudeau's gover uh, government handling 
of COVID-19, surprise, surprise, hmm. and uh, also the increases in our taxes, which is why the housing has become unaffordable for the average Canadian. And the article says Trudeau's next round of tax increases were only going to you know, kick the shit out of us even more. <clears throat> That's what a and, lot of people don't realize with the rent going up. I mean, yeah, there are there are a lot of people that are asking way more than they should be. But at the same time, property owners have seen increases in their taxes, and so they do have to increase the rent somewhat. But yeah. I do believe that they're increasing it too much. Well, and you you mentioned yourself about the you know China. It's kind of kind of poetic. I mean, uh, you mentioning China because uh, you know this article also talks about how uh, China's bought up a lot of the prime real yeah. estate in Toronto and BC, uh, like in the Vancouver market, uh, yeah. and and a lot of a lot of these properties either go. Un- unattended like uh, no one's living in them or they uh you know they put them up for for sale for resale but they jacked the the price up yeah and then you know all the other homes in the in that same area they they basically have to follow suit you know it's it's like oh well that's the market value in this area yeah okay exactly and then you well, see they don't like, really have to, but they see it and they're like, oh, well, if they're going to get away with it, I'm going to try and get some more money out of my property too. Yeah, like, oh, they're selling this bungalow for a million dollars? Well, it's a piece of shit compared to mine. Yeah. I'm selling mine for a million too. Mm-hmm. You know, and it goes like that. And it's and who the fuck can afford it? It's hard enough for people buying homes for a couple hundred grand, never mind a million plus. Yeah. And, There's there's a house here in Thunder Bay. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but you can look it up online. I'll tell you later. It's uh, last time I looked at it, it was listed at 1.2 million. And as far as I know, it's still sitting there. But the Mm -hmm. thing is, this house is actually worth a good chunk of change. Like I, if I had the money, obviously I would put an offer of three quarters on it. No problem. You know, this house is well worth it. But uh, not not everywhere is like that, you know. Like there's a lot of houses around town <clears throat> that ten years ago would have been two fifty, and now they're going for four fifty. Yeah, and, and we're talking about like you know starter homes, bungalows, you know yeah. nothing nothing over the top. And, you know, but a, but a decent starter home for either a young couple or you know you know people just starting out, and now. You know, they, these homes are going for, uh, you know, well, Thunder Bay is one of the better markets, I have to say. Uh, but it's, but it's, oh, <laughs> that, that was me, but I didn't know you had it on loud like that. <laughs> oh, okay. There, that's the place. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah. Uh, but you, you look at places like Toronto and Vancouver and, you know, like I, and even when I was living out in Newfoundland, uh if if you had a house with an ocean view, it could be it could be like a friggin' double wide trailer, yeah. but because it was a prime real estate ocean view, and then you had had Chinese coming in and buying surrounding properties. Now all of a sudden, you know, oh, million dollar, you know, they, that's the saying, million dollar view. Yeah. All of a sudden, these homes are going now it is a million dollar view. Yeah. 
<clears throat> so anyway, this National Post article, it's it slams Trudeau pretty hard, and uh, yeah, and and sticking with the Trudeau theme, uh, just to beat up on him a little more, further proof of communism in Canada, if you will. Uh, his minion, Dr. Teresa Tam, from the Public Health Agency of Canada is expecting uh, Canadians to have to deal with this pandemic for at least two to three years, she says. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I read pe- that. Yeah, for people to get used to masks, to the new normal, and not even expect, uh, and don't expect the vaccines to be the end all and be all. And what she says is, uh, you know, like, <laughs> is that uh, these vaccines we may have to constantly be updating and yeah what- this vaccine is going to be just as useful as the common the the current uh, flu vaccine because well, they never know which strain of it is going to hit us so it's going to be an annual scam yeah you know and you know every year go get your covid shot yeah and these liberals, you know, getting back to uh, the rent and housing situation, these liberals just don't seem to realize that <coughs> shit runs downhill. Yeah. You, you tax business owners, they raise prices. You tax homeowners, they raise rental rates. They raise whatever their selling price was. You know, the, it, it, it always gets passed on down the line. Yeah. Yeah, and so my question is, what's the point of these vaccines, these shutdowns, these lockdowns, and these masks, if it basically changes nothing? Mm-hmm. This is what we're always going to have to... So what the fuck? It's a 99% survival rate. So let's just fucking get it over with. Let everyone get it. Herd, yeah. herd immunity. Yeah. And, and be done with it in, in a year. <coughs> other than spend the rest of our lives having to go around in fucking masks. Yep. I don't know. That's just me, though. I mean... <laughs> yeah, people, call me crazy, but... Call me crazy, but, you know... And uh, this this piece of garbage, Trudeau, Rebel News uh, has been talking a lot about his big uh, multi-million dollar uh, renovations on his uh, on his home... And of course, at the taxpayer expense. Well, of course, because it's a taxpayer home. Yeah. Or are we talking about his personal home or 24 Sussex Drive? Uh, we're the, talking the about prime the minister's home. Yeah, well, there's that, was it called Rideau Manor or whatever? Yeah, I think that's what it's called, the prime minister's home, yeah. So, but the place is a mansion to begin with. You know, fully staffed and uh, looks pretty luxurious to me. But on the taxpayer dime, apparently he's going to be spending millions on some mega uh, renovation project that's just absolutely gross. And in particular, even if it did need some updating or rental work to, to put on a, uh, a project like this at the taxpayer's expense, yeah. given... Especially at a time like this with all the money that's been spent. I mean, every prime minister does renovations to that house. That That's one of the perks of the job, you know. But to the tune of a few million dollars, I, 
I could be wrong, but I don't think so. I, I would imagine that most prime ministers in the past have spent a few hundred thousand on it. <clears throat> yeah, it just shows how out of touch and clueless this guy is. Because it's kind uh, of the same as the White House. When, when you become president, you get to decorate the Oval Office however you want. And it may cost a million dollars to do that, but that's one of the perks of the job. But usually when they do that, it's when they first get into office. Mm -hmm. This is his second term. So, you know, hey, the, the optics and the timing are less than ideal, to say the least. Yeah. I mean, you think these millions... And because it's Canada, this may not be his last term. Yeah. Because yeah. we don't have term limits. And and given how stupid the, the majority seem to be, you know, these, these dummies and sheep that uh, seem to like communism... They may embrace them for yet another term, yeah. especially with as many political parties as we do, tends to split the vote enough that he only had 33% of the popular vote, but he still got in this past election, but it was because there were so many parties. Yeah. Yeah, so, split it up way too much. So there, all you people that say we don't talk enough about uh, Trudeau or Canada... That, that, that's uh, that's how fucking uh, grim it is up here. We're living in communism. Yeah. Being, <coughs> being told we have no rights. Being told that uh, we're not allowed to own guns. Being told that we can't have free speech and a right to a, an opinion, even if it's not a popular opinion. Uh, you know, sorry, you got to go with uh, what the government says is politically correct. Yep. Otherwise, it's hate speech. But, yeah, another thing. Uh, did you see, uh, as much as much as we shit on Trump about certain things, did you see that there was a recent CBS interview where he talked about uh, uh, wanting to continue uh, with the unemployment stimulus checks? <clears throat> and, uh, of course, he went off on the... Chinese virus. He didn't yeah. Wanna, yeah, he's not going to call it COVID no. or Corona. <laughs> the Chinese virus. And of course, he uh, was quick to uh, blame blame the the COVID nineteen for the economic woes of the not just the country but the world. And uh, you know, and he talked about how shutting down the economy over this virus is the problem. Uh, personally, though, I think that while the pandemic stimulus payments will definitely help help some, you know those that are out of work, it still pushes the dollar that much closer to collapse because yep. you've got the central banks printing out more money, interest rates climbing through the roof, devaluation of the dollar. Uh, what do you what do you think? Well, I'd, I'd have to agree because uh, there was never supposed to be a central bank in the first place. No, no, you that know, was the, a... the whole idea of the concept of printing money was not to have a centralized bank like that. Yeah. And for, and for all his faults, if there's something that, uh, you know, something that makes me, uh, makes me like the guy is that you know, he seems to go after, go after the fed, go after <laughs> the child. Yeah. Yeah. He knows that there's a scam afoot with the globalists and this whole movement to change the economy, yeah. to, collapse, to collapse the dollar on purpose. 
you know, like they they want to have that digital currency, yeah, and they, you know, because that's a more of a control thing too. Like, yep. you know, Alex Jones talks about the the whole control with the digital currency. Like, you know, the Chinese have a social credit score, and if you know if you're one of these uh, negative Nellies that talks shit about the government, that's going to lower your credit score. Yep. You're not going to have as much of the digital currency. And if you're too much of a dissident, the government has the power to switch off your uh, currency, and you know, and, and that's the, the the thing with the microchipping. You know, we hear about them wanting to eventually microchip us, mm-hmm. and they say, "Oh, it's all for convenience." You know, you won't, you no longer will you be robbed of your money. Everything's going to be. You'll have a microchip implanted in your in your hand, and it'll have all your records, everything about you. You know, medical. Uh, financial, well, yeah, but if if you uh, raise too much shit or too much of a dissident, mm-hmm. they turn the chip off and you don't exist. Exactly. You're giving them total control. Yep. And so there's one there's one thing about the orange man that I kind of get a kick out of. It's it's how he's basically taking on, you know, and he's one of these rich fuckers himself. Yeah. So that's, I find it funny. Nowhere near that, as rich as he could be, but that's another matter. Yeah, <laughs> he's like he's like an old school New York gangster, and yeah. these guys, these guys are like aristocrats, and I think it rubs them the wrong way. So if if there's anything that's to our benefit with him, it's it's that he's really not an aristocrat like them. He he thinks they're kind of scummy, so he's going Jimmy out. Hoffa for president. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So here we got this this New York uh, real estate gangster yeah. taking on these aristocrat gangsters and the banksters and the and, and uh, but I I think with these it's okay for now I guess with the as long as this you know as long as there's going to be a second lockdown and the democratic states are going to be shutting the economy down. I guess he's got no choice but to to keep the keep things afloat and keep people from revolting. They got to yeah. cut him checks. But and, and tell th- me, tell me, Trump isn't connected to the five families. Come on, you yeah. can't you can't build a fucking shed without approval from a gangster in New York. Yeah, because <laughs> oh, you got. Yeah. You, you got them in the contracting, you got them in the plumbing, you got them in the electrical, you got them in the garbage routes, you got them everywhere. Yeah. Every aspect of, of building or maintaining any sort of office buildings, anything like that, and even residential, it's all mob controlled. And of course, you know, the family depends on which borough you're in, but for Trump, it mostly would have been the Gambino family. Yeah, so it's it's interesting because I, you know, I look at these these politicians, whether they're on the left or the right, you know, whether it's Democrat or uh, Republican or up in Canada, whether it's conservative or liberal, you're really looking at just rival. Like Jesse Ventura had it right, you know, it was like the Bloods and the Crips, you know. It's, yeah, the, blood look, the the Democrips and Rebloodlicans. <laughs> yeah, like just rival gangs looking to loot and pillage the public. Yeah, they got different ways of going about it. And uh, but as far as as far as this interview with CBS went, you know, uh, for all his faults and all his scandals and all of his scams, 
he's the he right now as far as the states goes he's unfortunately for them he's their best option because yeah. with, with the democrats you got a senile uh, dementia riddled joe biden yeah being propped up by uh, you know a bunch of crooks and uh, socialists in the democrat party yep and then you know it's a shit show down there but uh yeah, the interview. Uh, the interview was interesting. He, uh, you know, he, he shit shit on China a fair bit, as as to be expected. Yeah. You know, because now now the, the, these leftists. It's so funny. Now they call it the Trump virus. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm sitting there like, okay, the virus originated in China, originated in Wuhan, originated they say from a lab in Wuhan. Uh, other than the fact he's kind of bungled the handling of the virus, I don't see the connection with the. Uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> it was like a, a bad attempt at, uh, you know, there's way more memes they could come up with for, for the Orange Man, but, uh, you know, sometimes sometimes you can't pick, uh, pick who you want to fight the battle for you. And, and as far as, uh, as far as the democracy and nationalism goes in the states, you know, of all the anti-heroes there could be, you know, who would have thunk that the orange man would be, you know, <laughs> the, the guy that stands up to the globalists and the Rothschilds? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, <clears throat> it's like, okay, do we want the mobster or do we want the aristocrat? Uh, yeah, you know, fucking uh, overlord. <laughs> Unreal. Yeah. So. I, I, Speaking of these idiots, Carlo Gambino for president. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of these idiot Democrats, you see how they're continuing to push for uh, those mail-in ballots. Like, oh gee, I wonder why uh, uh, election fraud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. You know, and then they want to cancel. Already been some people busted for it. Yeah, I mean, you, you get you get them, you get one of your ringers working at the post office and. Oh, what do we got here? Oh, Trump. Oh, that goes in the garbage. Yeah. Oh, it goes in the garbage. Oh, Biden. Oh, over here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just, and then you got, uh, and then the same same time, these idiots, they figure they can get away with that, and then they also think they could get away with not having Biden participate in presidential debates against Trump. You know, they're doing everything they can not to have these debates happen. Well, I kind of, uh, I kind of understand their point in that because that's what Trump did. Trump decided well, he wasn't going to be part of the debates. You but know? I think, I think the problem, the real problem is they don't want Biden exposed as far as being as mentally incompetent. Oh yeah, as, exactly. Yeah, but they, but they the reason they figure they can get away with it is because Trump tried it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, what's again, good for the goose is good for the gander type of thought, you know. Yeah, and once again, the left-right paradigm, eh? They, you know, they, how quickly they forget, and they, you know, they try, they use each other's tactics. And, yeah. You know, it always comes back, and like, uh, you know, you look, you look at what the the fear the Democrats have in Trump owning Biden in these debates. That all could have been avoided if they had simply picked a younger, yeah, candidate who. <clears throat> Would it would have appealed to the younger voters, anyways? Yeah, but you know who they would have picked for that if they could have is OAC. Oh, <laughs> she's not old enough, but you know that's who they would like to have. 
and she's the ultimate bimbo her she's a, yeah. a failed uh, socialist <clears throat> they're like prop, propped up by uh, money from the young Turks and the likes of them yeah George Soros uh, funded George Soros funded yeah <laughs> The George Soros funded Young Turks. Soros funds everything. How about he funds our podcast? Yeah, no kidding. I'll take some Soros money. money. Yeah, he's got money to blow on Antifa and everything that's anti. You know, like he's he's the ultimate shit disturber the way he throws his money around. Actually, if, if we were to have anybody funding our podcast like that, I would have to, if I could choose, I would have to choose Elon Musk. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's got the yeah, he's got a few billion he could spend. Yeah, he's he's got a couple of bucks, and uh, yeah. you know he's a decent guy. Yeah, yeah. Whereas whereas Soros here's a guy you know Jewish descent, and yet in World War Two, it was said that uh, his him, him and his family uh, made a good deal of money betraying their fellow Jews and turning them into the Nazis, mm-hmm. and then he made money on the stock market basically as a currency manipulator yeah and what i understand about currency manipulation is he's going around spreading rumors about the you know the demise of a certain economy mm-hmm. and then he bets against it and then he makes money <laughs> off you know it's like it's shady snaky stuff right yeah and then there's bezos which i don't know i i don't really know much about the guy and his politics so i can't really say whether or not i like him but there are a lot of people who don't like him. But I think most of that is leftist, and that's just because he's rich. Yeah. <laughs> as far as I understand, he's at war with Walmart. Yeah. Like Walmart hates him because he takes a big chunk of their business. It's like you and I would rather order from Amazon than walk into Walmart, because especially now during this bullshit scamdemic, as and, I call it. And look it. at your uh, top ten list from last week. You know? Yeah. The, the Waltons are at the bottom of it. Bezos is at the top. <laughs> yeah, he, he was ahead of them in the top ten richest people. Yeah, list. he was like number two, wasn't he? And the Waltons were ten, nine, and eight. That reminds me. I went to. I went to. I actually caved in. There was. I've been missing uh, my. There's this particular type of uh, bagged broccoli that I get from Walmart, and I use it for stir fries and stuff. So I caved in, and I, and I hadn't been in Walmart in ages. So I wasn't gonna wear a mask, but I, you know, I showed you before my neck gaiter. Yeah. Just and it's black like my shirt, so it blends in. So I just slip it up and then pull it down. So I just I went bought in. a new one. Actually, it should be here by next week. I got the. Uh, it's a uh, half face Pennywise. Cool, cool. Yeah. So I, I went to Walmart and you know, and I slip it up, but. I, I felt so gross just being in there because, uh, well, because it's Walmart, number one. Yeah. A lot of trashy people in there. And then number two, just the way everyone acts in there since this bullshit virus. So, you know, everyone's like, you know, and all you see is their eyes, but everyone's looking around all paranoid. Yeah. I go up to, I go up to use, they only had one operating till in the whole fucking store. They want everything to be self checkout, but I I didn't have my uh, my debit card with me. I just had cash. Yeah. And I was only picking up a couple things, so they try steering me to the the self checkout because the line was 
I said, well, you should have just put a, a couple more cashiers on because yeah. I didn't come with my debit card. I came with cash. And until you guys get rid of cash as a payment system, I'm using my cash. So I'll just <laughs> wait in line. Thank you. <laughs> and they, 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 they were like, ooh, didn't know how to react or whatever. And I just, <laughs> and then I get to the I get to the counter and person was asking me something and I couldn't hear so I, you know, I said, pardon me, and they didn't hear what I said because of the, the, yeah. the, so I pull it down and I repeated my, I was like, sorry, I didn't hear what you, and I didn't even get to finish my sentence. And the person was like, oh, sir, you know, and I won't say the descent of, yeah, to say but. Middle Eastern descent, but freaking, oh, sir, please pull that up. I'm like, oh, oh. I'm like, well, Okay. So I pull the thing back up and they. <laughs> yeah. You know, back and forth. I was like, fuck, man. You know, this is bullshit. So all that for a couple bags of this broccoli that I wanted to get. So, you know, it is. And people wonder why, like, the shopping experience is so unpleasant there. Yeah. It's. it's and, and, well, and, and it's not just there now. It's becoming everywhere because of the mandatory mask laws now. People don't like shopping because it's too fucking stressful. And yeah, that's like, a prime example of why it's so stressful. All these corporate box store uh, corporations, I say, fuck them all. If you can get away with shopping local at some small mom and pop shop that's still open. I even noticed, like, I rather than there was some meats I wanted to get, so I went to uh, uh, this place called Bogdala's. Oh, and, you yeah. know, On and I went in there. Nice Polish family there. They operate oh, yeah. this shop in our community. And, uh, you know, they, they, they have to follow the city uh, bylaws. So they had a, you know, they, they had the sign on the door saying, oh, wear your mask, blah, blah, yeah. blah. So once I, and only so many people at a time in there. But once I got in there, you know, uh, the lady, she could see I was uncomfortable and I'm fucking around with my neck. Yeah. And she and she knows me as a regular customer. She says, in her Polish accent, no worry, no worry. I know it's bullshit. It's bullshit. <laughs> so I took it down and, and she took her mask off and we both had this, this yeah. moment. Eh? Yeah. You know, she's smiling at me, I'm smiling at her and she's like, you know, it was funny. Makes the experience so much more pleasant. Yeah, yeah. So... And I say this to, to to all you folks: if you have a chance, even if you got to pay a few cents or a dollar or two more, if you can swing it, it's it's worth it to have the better shopping experience, shopping locally, yep. dealing with people from your community that aren't robots of some corporation. And uh, yeah, it was great. I mean, in fact, after I paid for my stuff, I was joking with her because she's an older lady, and that and. You know, and I, but I, I, I was joking with her. I said, "Oh, if you weren't married, you know." Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I said, "Maybe you, maybe you could find me a nice Polish girl." Uh, <laughs> so I, oh, yeah, and she made me do a little spin around. <laughs> so and, I, and she's like, "Oh, not bad, not bad. I know some Polish girls <laughs> like a big boy like you." And I'm like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, but uh, you know. Yeah, I had a good, but it I is a, a more pleasant experience, and exactly. it's a more personalized experience. You know, and, and they're grateful to have the business because yeah. uh, it's like Walmart somehow breeds stupidity into their employees. Yeah, you know? 
you know, and, go and, there and, and of course, it's not just Walmart. It's the big box stores. You had your problem with Giant Tiger. The, there's problems when you go to the superstore. All, all of these yeah. places are like that. You go in there and it's like they just have no clue what they're doing. Yeah, the real Canadian superstore, you know, which is a subsidiary of Loblaws. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and any of these box stores, Costco, uh, Walmart, uh, you go to any of these places and this is the kind of shit you, you get greeted at the door by some freaking security uh, mask Nazi. Yeah. When you're in there, freaking, uh, you know, gazillion shoppers, but only one or two tills operate. Yeah. Well, and Walmart is really pushing towards self-checkout only. They yeah. actually got a store, I think it's in Georgia, they opened a store where it's nothing but self-checkouts. Yeah, well, the, the one in, the one here in our community, they only had the one uh, one checkout person working, and the rest was just uh, self-checkout. They had all those yeah. self-checkout things. And I'm sorry, but to me, it's a fucking pain in the ass. I, it's like when I go to the bank, you know, I used to like going to the bank to have that one-on-one -on -one service. I always worry using, you know, online banking or my phone app because what if I make a mistake and fuck yeah. up and I don't realize until I'd, I'd rather take the chance and have them do whatever for me. And, yeah. You know, but now with, you know, going to the bank's a pain in the ass now because of this virus because mm -hmm. now you're dealing with these partitions and, oh, where are you? So I'm, now I'm forced to have to use online banking. And then if I want to, withdraw cash i go to the atm and i and even then i do it off hours because if you go there during banking hours they may make you stand in a freaking line uh, just to get into the bank yeah depending on what time of day so fuck that shit <laughs> uh and you know and, and carrying on with this uh you know the, the the bullshit with the pandemic it's even affecting sports uh you know there's a decline in the ratings uh for sports, uh, the, you know, the few sports that are up and running because, uh, you know, they've created such a video game fake scenario. Yeah. You have, uh, you know, you have the athletes doing this political virtue I, signal. I, I read that five cardboard cutouts were tested with positive for COVID this week. <laughs> that was on The Onion, the best news sites uh, you can get. Yeah, well, I, and, and, you know, fun, funnily enough, like, uh, th this is what, what cracks me up, too, is how they think that, uh, that this is a great fan experience. You're, you're watching them play in an empty arena. Yeah. They're, they're filling seats with either advertising, you know, banners and placards or, like you Cardboard say, cutouts of people. Cutouts of people. And, and then they're pumping in fake crowd noise. Yeah, you may be in a fucking video game. It just feels like fake, stupid shit. Like, yeah. uh, I hate it. And I'm a sports geek, so it's it drives me nuts. I try to watch it, and and then the, you know the last straw. And I guess the worst of the worst right now is the NBA. These basketball players, freaking uh, no names on the backs of their jerseys. Instead, they're putting like goofy sayings and political expressions. Yeah. On and then everyone's got to make a big virtue signal at, yeah. for the, at the national anthem. You know, either raised fist, take a knee, uh, raised fist and take a knee, arm in arm, 
you know, like, uh, turn your back. Like, well, fuck off yeah, already. I know. You pinko commie pieces of shit. <laughs> and, and what pisses me off is they, they do this pinko commie shit and they won't call out the, their big donor, which is China. You know, the billions of dollars China pumps into the NBA with its marketing and that. And uh, you got the biggest hypocrites ever. You know, they, they, they talk about being slaves in America, but they won't call out the Chinese communist regime who yeah. actually does have slave labor camps. And the, the shoes these guys are wearing are made in factories where they got to have nets to keep people from killing themselves jumping out a window. Yep. Hypocrites. That's yep. what I say. Fucking hypocrites. Fuck them. So fuck, fuck sports. Uh, like fucking, uh, I can't wait for sports to get back to normal because, uh, you know, I can't, I can't deal with this shit. Out of all the sports, the, the best one has been the hockey players. Go figure. Some good old Canadian boys. You know, by and large, the NHL, some good old Canadian boys. And other than, you know, a few people doing the kneeling at center ice or whatever, they're just playing hockey. Yeah. They're, trying, they're trying not to talk politics too much. Yeah. You're not hearing about them getting into trouble the way these other athletes are. And they're really not criticizing as much as, you know, baseball and the NBA is. So, yeah. If there's a if there's a redeeming sport of the bunch right now, I'd say you know, people should tune in, watch hockey because it's the least uh, offensive right now. Of the <laughs> like if you just want to veg out and watch a game and not be bombarded with pinko commie leftist Marxist bullshit, <laughs> choose the hockey. Don't watch these fake pieces of garbage in the NBA. Yeah. And then the baseball. Baseball is another joke because every other player is testing positive for COVID. <laughs> and so, you know, because the genius that runs baseball, he's got teams in like all the hot spots, Florida, California. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and these guys are all, oh, geez, we just played Arizona and half our team just got COVID. Yeah. Wonder what's up with that? Or, you know, just, Who'd have just, played, it? just played the Miami Marlins and. We got a bunch of sick players. What's up? Yeah. Yeah, so they haven't got a fucking clue. But they got no problems taking a knee and telling everyone, uh, you know, communism's great. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Fuck, I'm fired up, buddy. I'm fired <laughs> up. I tell you, I can't, I can't take it anymore. Yeah, I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. From the from a classic scene from the movie Network, 1976. Yeah. Yeah, and the newsman just got sick and tired of all the fake news and <laughs> showed up to work, came out of a pouring rainstorm. He's in his jammies and a, and a raincoat. Yeah. Interrupts the broadcast and just goes off on the tangent and says, Go to your window, open it, stick your head out and say, I'm mad <laughs> as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is what we got to do is just as as a country, as a world, yeah. just everybody, everybody stick your fucking head out the window. Say Right now, stick your head out the window. Say, I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. I'm mad as hell. I'm not going to take it anymore. Thank you. I ran. <laughs> even, even this cunt, this cunt Oprah Winfrey. Our Jesus, bye. 
this fucking cunt Oprah Winfrey, this fucking hypocrite billionaire, and she wants to talk about how evil white people are. So she's got this well, we apple. Are. Oh yeah, we're we're the we're the worst. Yep. We built we built civilization, and they're punishing us for it. Go figure. <laughs> so here here's Oprah. She's got this Apple TV series called The Oprah Conversation, mm-hmm. and in her latest episode. She's coaching white people how to cope with and how to deal with and navigate through their unconscious racism. Right. Utter bullshit. Terrible ratings. Yeah. You know, get woke, go broke. Uh, you wouldn't catch her talking smack about, uh, you know, certain people in media of Jewish descent now. We wouldn't wouldn't hear that. No. No, but the white white folks got no problems saying yep. how evil we are. That's right. It's okay to bash whitey these days. Yeah, yeah. You know, she won't Can't say bash anything. anybody else, but whitey's safe. She won't say anything about Israel's handling of the Gaza Gaza Strip and you know, the Palestinians. You know, because that would uh, that would jeopardize her show. But yeah. she's got no. Got no problems talking about how evil us white folks are. Yep. Yeah, we're evil. That's how you became a billionaire, was making a show that appealed to white liberal housewives across, yeah. you know, hypocrite. Yep. Let's shit on whitey, because that, that's, that's the end thing. And not just whitey, let's shit on white men. Yeah. Because we're the worst. Yeah. You know, white, white women, they'll disavow us. And throw us under the bus, and then they'll go hang out with Black Lives Matter. Yeah, and say, we're we're with, we're with you. Fuck Whitey. Yeah, hey, uh, what what the fuck? Uh, hey, sister, what's going on here? Yeah, my white <laughs> sister's throwing me under the bus. So what's going on? No, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm going on a tangent. I'm going on a rant, but it's going to be done. Enough's enough. No more white guilt, people. No more white guilt. There's been every fucking civilization has committed atrocities. Every civilization has committed some sort of genocide. Slave trading trading runs through the African nations as much as it does the white Anglo-European nations. We're all guilty. Our cultures are all guilty of something. Let's not play the victim here. Enough's enough. Let's fucking get over it and move on. You know, like now, the commander of the Navy SEALs, here's a story for you. Commander of the Navy SEALs, he says uh, says their unit is now going to suspend support for uh, the Navy SEAL Museum. I didn't even know this existed. Mm. Uh, apparently, after a training video provided to the museum showed... Uh, showed a guard dog, it was a guard dog training video, and it was one of these, like, the, the dog, teaching the dog how to attack and, you know, grab the guy's arm and take him down, whatever. Right. So in this video, the guy that was the, the basically the attack dummy, he uh, <laughs> he was wearing a, wearing a Colin Kaepernick jersey. And, oh, God. And so people correlated that because Colin Kaepernick right now, he's the Mr. BLM, he's yeah. Mr. You know, he's not even playing football. He's living, making more money as a political activist. 
And so they, they took that, that this guy wearing an old Colin Kaepernick jersey, oh, this is obviously meant as a yeah. slight. And so now, you know, Commander of the Navy Seals, oh, bad optics, bad optics. So, was, you know, they could have just pulled the video, but yeah. no, we're going to suspend support for the actual museum that celebrates who we are, Navy SEALs. Mm-hmm. Just take <laughs> down the fucking video. Like, okay, yep. we did we, bad optics, but now you're you're shutting down the museum? Yeah. Or, or shutting down, sorry, financial support to the museum? Basically what that says, it, it gives the message that the commander is basically saying that, yeah, all Navy SEALs are like that, and that's what the whole Navy SEALs organization is about. Yeah. that That's what you're saying by defunding the museum. He's Instead of just taking down the video, which would have sent the message, the video is wrong, and that's it. Yeah, it just, just insulting his own... You know, his own, uh, you know, it'd be like, you know, the army, uh, say there's an army museum and, you know, same scenario. And then instead of taking down a, an offensive training video due to bad optics, you know, you, you suspend support for a fucking army museum. Yeah. Well, you're, you're shitting on your branch on of your arms. branch, yeah. Like. Yep. Yeah, and continuing on with Clown World, <laughs> Illinois State Congress. You know, we know what a shit show Chicago is. Hmm. I can, uh, you know, I, I call the mayor of Chicago. It ain't uh, sweet home Chicago anymore. I call the mayor of Chicago Beetlejuice. You look at this broad and she looks like Beetlejuice from the Howard Stern show. Fucking <laughs> hideous. There's videos. Don't say it again. You said it twice now. You say it one more time, you'll show up. 2020 is bad enough. Thanks for reminding me. I wouldn't want him to show up. And she's talked about the new world order and you know the new normal. Like She's a fucking crazy batshit, crazy Marxist. Yeah. So now she's trying to get Illinois State Congress... They're discussing a bill to reform their state's history education program and possibly eliminate it entirely if racism is not removed from its curriculum. Now, oh, let me get Christ's sake. Now, you can't change what history is. That's right. History and, can And be those who do not learn from history are doomed to repeat it. Exactly. History can be good and it can be evil. It is what it is. It's what happened in the past. Yeah. That's why you study it to you learn. Study from it, it to learn from it. Exactly. Yeah. So why are we why are we eliminating historical? Why, you know, everywhere everywhere these leftists are trying to eliminate historical records. You know. Oh, we don't want to talk about the you know the Civil War. We don't want to talk about this period of time. Yeah. These. Whether you like it or not, these Historical things Historical monuments and statues. Yeah. History is about facts, not, yeah. about, not about feelings. Facts don't care about your feelings, Ben Shapiro. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, we are literally living in clown world. Uh, you know, 
CBC News. I don't have a problem with removing the statues. You know, maybe moving them into a museum or something like that. I don't have a problem with that. But taking them down and destroying them or anything like that, basically you're trying to bury history and you can't do that. Because nobody will learn from it if you bury it. You know, and, and Put it in a museum where they can be taught about how bad it was. And history is about historical events, things that happen. Yeah. It doesn't mean they were good. They were all. They weren't all good things. They yeah. weren't all bad things. But they were what they were. And like you say, how are you going to learn learn from the mistakes of the past? How are you going to learn from history if you don't have history to yeah. learn from? Exactly. This is communism, you know, like eliminating. You know, let's burn the books. Let's burn, you know, like yeah. Burn all records of anything so we can start over and create a fake dystopian, you know, like 1984 world here. Yeah. Let's CBC. burn the Library of Alexandria. Oh, wait, they did that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you know how I feel about CBC News here in Canada. Like, hmm. to any viewers or listeners in the States, CBC makes CNN seem like uh, like Fox News. Yeah. <laughs> Communist Broadcasting Corporation. Communist Broadcasting Corporation. <clears throat> like CBC News just recently had a story talking about how Hawaiian shirts are racist because oh, there's God. a U.S. right-wing group called the Boogaloo Boys, and apparently it's one of their things is wearing Hawaiian shirts. That's how they identify themselves. So now cancel culture is after Hawaiian shirts. CBC, shameless fake news propaganda, telling people, uh, you know, if you're wearing a Hawaiian shirt, you're a fucking racist because uh, only racists uh, wear wear those. Unreal. And uh, that's like telling me that I must be a member of the Bloods if I wear a red shirt. Exactly. You know, like how just because the Bloods wear red doesn't mean that I can't wear red anymore. Yeah, you know, if you're wearing a red hat that doesn't say anything, it doesn't mean you support MAGA. It's just a red hat. Yeah. One of the funniest things I ever seen on Amazon, they were selling a hat. You know, it was a red hat, but it, it had words on it. But when you get up close and read, it says, "It's just a red hat." Stupid. <laughs> I felt like ordering it because I yeah. thought, yeah, that would be fucking beautiful. You know, get some get some idiot uh, lefty uh, coming up to me to talk shit or try and take my hat and then i just tilt my head give yeah, him a look at it fucking read that's it. right stupid yeah <laughs> just the red hat stupid uh, uh, did you see there's a viral video in uh california uh this couple having ice cream they were sitting on a bench and uh you know just outside this little ice cream stand and uh you know, I seen it on Twitter and I couldn't believe like they're eating ice cream. How can they wear a fucking mask while they're eating ice yeah. cream? And I don't know if they never had a mask to begin with, but who cares? They're eating ice cream at the moment. Yeah. Leave them the fuck alone. So, so this, of course, a Karen comes up to them. Not only a Karen, but uh, her soy boy beta male her boyfriend. <laughs> and uh, they, they were carrying their Starbucks. And I guess they thought it would be the right thing to do to pour their hot Starbucks oh, over the heads, sake. over the heads of a Have couple. Have you not heard of assault? 
you know, over a couple eating ice cream because they didn't have masks. So the best part of the video, though, was the, the boyfriend was eating. So you got two couples, two lefties and, uh, you know, two normal people eating ice cream. So the boyfriend of the ice cream couple, he, he, he was quick to jump to the defense of his sweetheart. And he gets up and he starts punching out the boyfriend of... Exactly. And then the girlfriend <clears throat> of the coffee couple... She tries to get involved. He ends up beating the shit out of both of them. <laughs> he was like, fuck you. His yeah. shit in the aftermath. Shirt's all ripped. He's got a red scald mark on him. Yeah, he's burned. You know, and he's like, what the fuck? We're eating ice cream. Leave us the fuck alone. Yeah. And, they're, and then, you know, they're walking. And they, 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 it was like they thought they did nothing wrong. Like, that's normal to go up to... Yeah. Yeah, that that's leftists for you. Like what's, you know, like I, I don't understand people nowadays. It's like, have you ever seen the movie Idiocracy? I can't remember. Anyway, I highly recommend it. it it's basically like this guy who lives in the present is kind of a knucklehead. Somehow ends up getting beamed ahead to the future. I forget the scenario in which he gets beam to the future but he he ends up <laughs> basically in, in a in a world where the, the population has become fat stupid <laughs> fucking uh, just you know idiocracy like the yeah. politicians are, and and him being an average to slightly below average iq guy in the normal reality he's thrown for a loop as he's trying to navigate this world yeah. where everyone's stupid as fuck <laughs> they don't know how to do the most basic of things. Their language, everything's, and and he's basically having to re-educate an entire, and he ends up becoming the president of the idiocracy world. <laughs> so uh, I, I wish I could look up the movie Idiocracy when you get yeah. a chance. Uh, it, I definitely it, haven't seen that. I'll have to check it out. It's a cult classic, uh, right up there with uh, Tropic Thunder in my my books. It is. Just, just fucking hilarious because, you know, you got this, got this knucklehead who, you know, sees how bad things could be if, if he got any stupider than he was. Yeah. And it's him having to save the society of this, this future dystopian state. And, oh, it's, it's hysterical. But, uh, hey, I've been ranting for fucking ages here and, and I've been getting pretty, uh, pretty crazy with, uh. Yeah, you know, I've been hot and bothered by uh, the stupidity that's going on. Maybe we need to lighten the mood with a "Would you rather?" Yeah, well, we're uh, getting up to our hour mark, so that's uh, good timing there. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I could just fucking go on for. <laughs> I have no use for communists. I have no use for the socialist Marxist agenda. Yeah. Got no use for globalists got no use for fake news media got no use for corrupt politicians i just want to fucking you know be able to live like a free man yeah it's getting frustrating <laughs> it's frustrating that's why i got all these happy faces for my background because <laughs> I, knew, I knew my message was not going to be a happy one today yeah <laughs> telling people just how shitty things really are out there and that uh the only way that it's going to change is if people say enough. Yeah. Enough already. People have to rise up. <laughs>
there's already uh, anti-mask protests going on in Canada now. Oh, yeah, because Walmart just announced, uh, you know, Canada-wide, you know, masks mandatory yeah. and for the foreseeable future. Like, what the hell is that about? So, yeah, you know, every time you go for a smoke break, you, you disappear off into the ether there. It's kind of funny. Yep. <laughs> it's, like, it's like you're doing like a Star Trek thing where you bloop. And he's gone. Oh Where did he go? Where did he go? Beat me up, Scotty. <gasps> there he is. <laughs> I like how ready? even the microphone disappears. Yeah, it's like you're <laughs> doing a total fucking like Star Trek. You know uh, what do you call it? Uh, come on, you're the Star Trek guy. Yeah, I'm not quite sure what you're referring to. The transporter. Yeah, there you yeah, go. The okay. Transporter. <laughs> 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 now I'm here. Now I'm gone. Now, I'm... <laughs> now you see me. Now you don't. <laughs> Are you ready for uh, Would You Rather? Sure. Yeah, Would you rather like, continue living this life or have a few million dollars? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Would you rather? Would you rather assassinate a certain prime minister with a with a pistol or AK forty seven? Hypothetically speaking, yeah. Hypothetically, because we would never condone the assassination of a political figure or even murder of anybody for that matter. No, never. Never in a million years. It's technically not something you're even supposed to joke about, but hopefully that we're okay with that. Yeah, because you know, in Canada you can't even joke about anything, right? Yeah. Joke, jokes are uh, hate speech now. Yep. Uh, not a simple knock-knock joke might get you, get you in the gulag and in none of it or something, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, let's get on with Would You Rather. Yeah, righty. Uh, uh, I say this every week, but for the first-time viewers and listeners, we play a game called Would You Rather. I ask a series of questions with basically option A and option B, as his answers that he can give and there's really no right or wrong answer it's you know this is just for shits and giggles and you know it's open for debate as to what the right answer you think may it may be but anyway let's get to it destry would you rather call well, question number one would you rather a know when you're going to kick the bucket or b know how you're going to croak hmm. or how I think I'd rather know when because I think if I knew how I'd be paranoid about it for the rest of my life <laughs> yeah especially if it's like yeah you're gonna get hit by a bus and I'm like what? yeah okay so is it tomorrow is it 20 years from now yeah so I think I'd rather know how or when I mean yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna die in a house fire what <laughs> yeah, yeah it'd be better to <laughs> yeah it's just but you know at least if you know when yeah then, then you then you just live it up you know you got that many days to live it up exactly and you try not to think about the how because uh, at, le at least you, you already know ahead of time that it's going to go down. Yeah. So just 
live life to the fullest up until that point. Yeah. Hey, I agree. Rather die in my sleep like my grandpa, not like the four screaming passengers in his car. (laughs) 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 And he fades off into into the ether. Always leave him wanting more. Yeah. yeah. All right. That was a good one. I got no respect. No respect. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we agree again, eh? Like, he's like 99% we're batting here. Okay. Question number two Would you rather A, be forced to wrestle a bear, or B, be forced to wrestle an alligator? Hmm. You're being thrown in a pit, and they're telling you, pick your poison. Are you going to wrestle a bear or wrestle an alligator? I think you'd probably stand a better chance with an alligator. They're actually not very agile, and if you get on top of them, you could do something. Whereas with a bear, there's not much of a chance. They're pretty big. (laughs) And they're pretty quick, surprisingly. Yeah, bears are powerful. They got the claws and the jaws. They'll just rip you to shreds and eat you from the asshole up. Yeah. It's a horrible death. You, you, how many videos you see of them eating, like, giant moose, eating them alive from the yeah. ass up? Whereas uh, an alligator, like I say, they're not very agile. They, they can't really flip over and do anything. So if you manage to get on top of them, you've got a chance. And if it's a mono-a-mono thing, like, you know, maybe you're willing to give up a limb to get up on top of the thing and you know because like you say you see these alligator farms the way these workers handle them is they get up on their back they've got a lot of their jaws have great closing power but not great opening power yeah so they can literally grab them around yeah exactly that's what i was thinking you get on top of them and you can grab them like that yeah and then there's been uh, incidents where some of these alligator, crocodile parks, whatever, where sometimes, uh, you know, these alligators, uh, they get so worked up when the workers get on top of them, they end up having heart attacks. Yeah. From overexertion and stuff. It's a weird phenomenon with them and that because, you know, that's why, that's why they spend and so much time. I have a good meal because I love alligator. <laughs> <laughs> fried gator, fried yeah. gator. Alligators, good shit, man. Haven't so had again, alligator in years, but it's good. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what, uh, you know, we're we're hundred percent here. I agree with you. Fuck, fuck that. I don't want to. I don't want to wrestle no bear. I'll take nope. my chances. <clears throat> uh, question number three. Destry, would you rather a wear the same gitch for a week? Same underwear for a week, or B, wear the same socks for a month. Hmm. Yeah, I think I'd have to go with the underwear for a week. <laughs> <laughs> that foot fungus is no fucking no nothing to mess with. No. <laughs> and a week isn't uh, well. I mean, I've never done it, but I don't imagine a week would be too bad in the same underwear. 
You're going to smell, you're going to need a shower, and you're going to want fresh underwear, but that's about the worst of it. <laughs> I'm a big dude, and I believe in change, changing socks and underwear every day, but yeah. I have had an occasion where, uh, you know, due to work situations, having to wear the same gitch for more than one day, yeah. just because there was no ability to get away to change my underwear. But, uh, so yeah, socks for a month, that would be just... That you know, would get bad. The other thing, though, wearing wearing you wind the same up losing a foot just from the from the fungus, you know. Yeah, and then Getting wearing the green. Same, yeah, yeah it, it's rotten. So once again, I think we're three for three here. Like, I agree. I wouldn't want to. <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, you know, and I, and I should say, like, with this question, you know, wearing the same gitch or wearing the same socks, you know, I would allow for. Uh, leeway as far as they you know, if you were to ask me oh does this mean I, I could shower in between and i would i would say yeah but like you say even with that even better yeah <laughs> yeah so okay we're three for three i got one more for you even if you don't get foot fungus because you're able to shower every day those socks get pretty stinky they get start to get stiff on you you know like that that's no fun yeah, but the underwear, you know, if you had said underwear for a month or socks for a month, if it was both for a month, that would have made it a tougher choice. But, oh yeah, uh, you got to let the balls breathe, and yeah. if you're wearing the same gitch for a month, no, no, <laughs> no, you'll be you'll be great. You'll, you'll have a fucking rice patty in your underwear. Yeah, you'll have some fucking. Uh, They'll be growing some wheat down there. Some it'll be some barley happening. In, in a case like that, then I would probably choose the socks as long as I can shower in the socks. <laughs> if I can get the socks soaked and, and wash, kind of rinse them out every day, sure. <laughs> if I can wash my feet and then also wash, sort of wash the socks. Yep. Yeah. You said you'd allow the showers, so yeah. Uh, I just had this mental image too, like with the gitch, and you got the nozzle, and you, you're opening your yeah. pull the open, and you're hosing your. <laughs> uh, where do I come up with these? Yeah. All right, one more. Okay. One more. Destry, would you rather a find a rat in your kitchen, like a big, gnarly, disgusting rat in your kitchen? I'm talking New York fucking Harlem Bronx rat in your kitchen. Or B, find a uh, a big, black, gnarly cockroach in your bed. Rat in your kitchen or a roach in your bed? I think I could handle the roach in the bed better. Rats are hard to kill, especially when they're that big. So, yeah, I, I think I'd go for the roach and kill that. <laughs> so you'd rather find a roach in your bed? Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. I don't, this one I might, I don't know, I might disagree it, with. It's you. a tough, tough choice because you put it in the bed. But yeah. But still, the rat, no. <laughs> I, I could just, uh, if I woke up to a roach in the bed, I'd be, uh, 
you know, I'd be screaming something. Oh yeah, here. same here. I'd be freaking out too, but uh, I would rather have that than the rat in the kitchen. I'd be doing like <laughs> the Homer anywhere Simpson. in the house. Yeah, I'd be doing the Homer Simpson scream that. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas a rat in the kitchen, eh, I'd grab a broom and just. Yeah, uh, rats aren't then... that easy to kill. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm, I remember working security Especially at big New York rats, man. I remember back in the old days working security at the grain elevators and used to have some big ass rats. And yeah. they were the kind of rats that even the foxes that came through there would run away from. Yeah. Like that was... <laughs> Those were big, nasty rats, man. Yeah, well I remember, fed. Yeah, I remember stepping on one in my work boots. And and the crunch, it sounded like I stepped on a box of cereal, the crunch it made. <laughs> yeah. It was horrifying. <laughs> All right, well, it seems we're, uh, well, you know, we disagreed on that one. I said the rat yeah. in the kitchen. But three out of four, you know, yeah. not bad. Still keeps us up in the 99 percentile. Yeah. And that, folks, is another ep- uh, game of Would You Rather. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and, and know, apparently good. another episode of the Humble Hosers podcast. Yeah, we managed to, uh, you know, take what uh, I was. I was starting to spiral there. I was starting. To, <laughs> I was starting to go off on. Uh, you know, I was, I was yeah, getting. Into, I was getting ready to reel you in there, but you reeled yourself in. So <laughs> I was getting more hyperbolic than Alex Jones. There, I was. I was really. Uh, I was starting to leave my body there. I was just like becoming possessed. They're turning the frogs gay. They're turning the frogs gay. Don't you understand? <laughs> it's in the water. It's in the water. Mao yeah. took the DMT. Hitler took the DMT. Stalin took the DMT. <laughs> the DMT. The DMT. <laughs> oh, that is the best. Uh, yeah. Anyone did you see the? Uh, did you see the video of the explosion in Beirut this week? Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that, wasn't that, that something, eh? Oh, yeah. And then, by no small coincidence, there was a couple days later a big uh, fire and explosion in the United Arab Emirates. Yeah, I'd, I'd some... like to know what set off the one in Beirut because uh, apparently, from the last thing I heard, apparently it was ammonium nitrate. But ammonium nitrate needs to be mixed with diesel fuel to ignite. And it looked like a it looked like a mushroom cloud, almost like a missile hit it. Yeah, and there's conspiracy theories saying that uh, a certain country in the Middle East launched a missile and yeah. you know, and the conspiracy is they did that to blame it on another Middle Eastern country yeah. and to draw the United States into some sort of... From the video I saw, it seemed that there were some fireworks too because apparently there was a fireworks factory or, or warehouse or something like that involved in it. But the, the, you know, because in the initial fire, you could see fireworks going off in the cloud. But then, you know, that massive boom was apparently from ammonium nitrate. Yeah, well, they're saying 2,000, over 2,000 tons of ammonium nitrate. Yeah. Plus fireworks. I mean, but the thing is, if it was fireworks, remember that Mexico fireworks explosion? They were going off all over the place, so I don't think it was fireworks. I no, think, I, I saw some in the in the cloud, though, in, in all that smoke. I saw some fireworks going off. 
Yeah, just the, when I seen the the explosion on Twitter there and some of the videos, there was like this weird, like, you know when a missile hits and there's like this little ring and yeah. then the mushroom cloud and then the the outward. Yeah. And that's what this kind of, so I, I, I could buy into any of these theories. I mean, could have been a, a goofy accident, could have been a fucking missile. Who knows? I, it wouldn't surprise me, though, if it was a missile. Could have been an Just, Oklahoma City-style attack. Yeah, yeah, and like I say, uh, the big conspiracy, uh, I think it was Alex Jones that was saying, this is what shocked me too, because uh, he's been accused of being pro-Zionist, so this shocked me that he actually said that, you know, he thinks it might have been uh, a certain country in the Middle East, which shall remain nameless, yeah. launching launching a missile in order to get the Americans thinking it was an Iranian attack yeah. so they could go after Iran. And then subsequently the fire in United Arab Emirates, another neighboring country, yeah. and saying, oh, look, Iran's attacking everybody around them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so who knows? Who knows, but it, you know, th- th- that explosion was something else. And it, oh, you know, yeah. the, the tragedy with that Beirut explosion is, you know, Lebanon, just like every other country, is going through the pandemic bullshit. Yeah. So their their economy is garbage just from that. And then it was garbage to begin with because of all the the difference, uh, you know, wars and, and events that have taken place in the last couple of decades there. Yeah. That port where the explosion happened, that port is basically the, the, the country's economy yeah. involved in this port. And now it's because everything's shipped in and out of there. Yeah. And now the port's And now it's a crater. Yeah. <laughs> so now they're the country's fucked, eh? Yeah. And uh, you know, and then uh, I hope someone could do the research and let us know. But uh, someone someone was telling me that Lebanon is one of the one of the small handful of countries that doesn't yet or didn't yet have a centralized bank. So that could yeah, that I'm could, not sure, and I can't say one way or the other myself. I'm just a humble hoser. Yeah. I don't know, but if someone could find that out and let us know, it'd yeah, be let us let us know in the comments section below there. Because uh, there's very few nations left that like Libya, you know, before what happened to Gaddafi, his country didn't have a centralized bank, and yeah, they got taken out pretty hard, and you know, it, it's a shithole now, Libya, but. Apparently they've got a centralized bank. Go yeah, figure. who'd have thunk it? Yeah, just <laughs> thunk them all over. Yeah, I don't have all the answers, and neither does Destry. We're just a couple of humble hosers, just babbling away with no knowledge of anything. Just pontificating <laughs> on the news and current events, as you know, as seen through the eyes of a couple of hosers from Kanakistan. Yeah. <laughs> And on that note, folks, I guess that'll be it for another week of your Humble Hosers podcast. And uh, we'll see y'all next week. Woo!